Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning everyone. Good morning, good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for a new day. We thank you for a new week ahead. And we thank you that you have given us the ability to speak into it. So we speak your favor over our lives, Lord. We thank you that you have blessed us with this opportunity to come here, to be with you in your presence, and to commune with you, Lord. Have that communion with you, to be one with you in spirit. Knowing that every time we come to you, it is you who draw us near. We cannot come of our own. For you call us in the spirit. This is the day that you have created and you load us with benefits into this. You renew your mercy for us for all the mistakes that we have made. And you are ever willing to pour out your grace. When we come with a humble heart, emptying ourselves, open to receive. We thank you, Father, that you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts as well. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, this praying family, with all those that are beneficiaries of all prayer requests made on this group, those that do not yet personally know you and all those that do not want to know you and have turned away. And we ask for their quickening as well, Lord, that their steps might turn towards you, that they might see your glory, know your truth, and that truth shall set them free. And so, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the one who is our fortress, our strong tower, our deliverer, our shield, our strength, in whom we trust. The God of Abraham who always honors faith, faith followed up by actions. The God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, the God of David who always has mercy. When we surrender ourselves to him, when we repent, he is ever willing to hear us and his word says that he is willing to heal our land. He's the God of miracles, the great I am. And we pray in the name of your son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, the one who is our daily bread, the one who was, who is, and who is to come, who is our mighty counselor, the prince of peace, the door to the father, the sheep gate. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of light and life, the spirit of truth, the one who heals our backsliding, the one who made his tabernacle in our body, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is now living in us and gives life to our mortal body that we might be made alive and quickened in the spirit, that we might be charged to receive, to hear from him, the breath of the Father who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father to us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with your word, your spirit. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. You have blessed us with the angels, with destiny help us. We thank you, Father, that you have connected us with this prayer group where we can pray together as one praying family in faith, where we are able to boost each other's faith. We thank you, Lord, for all the revelations, for the signs, the wonders, the testimonies that you are working in this group. We thank you, Lord, for all the powerful teachings from your scripture that you give us. That helps us improve our prayer life the way we pray. That strengthens our understanding of your word. 
the purpose of you writing that Bible for us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with every new revelation, every new piece of wisdom that you put into our hearts that helps us improve not just our prayer life, but our daily life ahead. That the principles that you provide for us gives us direction on how we should run our day and how we can make it profitable, how we can live in abundance and how we can achieve dominion in the spirit as well. Thank you, Father, that it is your will that we should prosper and not come in harm's way. We thank you, Jesus. And as we make our reflection and our prayer this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. By your precious blood, Lord, we declare it as our hedge, that blood that has won all victories, that blood of which every demon and Satan are afraid of. We bleed that blood and draw a boundary by the bloodline of Jesus around each of these that are part of this family. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your holy will, Lord. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as you proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it. And we send it in faith in the mighty name of Jesus. Today, we get into the fourth part, the concluding part in our series on why Satan attacks believers and God allows it. In the last three days, we have reflected on why Satan attacks believers. Yesterday, we saw the reason why God allows it. What is Satan's purpose and what is God's purpose behind it? What is God really allowing there and why? And remember that Satan was made from light and he thought high of himself. And then in order to humble him, God chose to make man of dust, out of dirt, to show what is possible even from dirt. And more importantly, he put this creation from dirt against the creation from light. To say that even man from dust can overcome and defeat a cherub of light. And to make matters worse for Satan, he created this man of dust in his own image and likeness. The only one in creation to have that image and likeness. 
And that is exactly what Satan was trying to achieve. Because he wasn't made that way. He wasn't made in the image and likeness. But when you look at Isaiah 14 verse 12 to 15, you see there he says, I will be like the Most High. I hope you now understand why God would have taunted Satan saying, have you considered my servant a man, Job? And you see that in the book of Job chapter 1. Now, Satan is looking at ways to get back at him. Today I'd like to reflect on what we as believers can do about these attacks. It is not enough to say, I believe in Jesus. That won't help. Most Christians stop at this and so suffer. <clears throat> but the first thing is we need to make a decision today that I refuse to suffer. It ends here. I will not continue to be a victim. That is up to you to decide that. And then what are you going to do about it? You must take actions based on that conviction. Remember, faith without actions is useless or as the word says, dead. Now here are some things. I've just made a list of some things we can do as believers. And the first one is study the word to know more about God and yourself. Number two, build your relationship with God. That increases the amount of light in you. And that closeness to God extends his protection. Look at Psalm 91 and you will see what it really means when he says, He that dwells under the shadow of the wings of the Almighty. There's a whole list of blessings that then follows. All that comes out of that close relationship with God in the secret place. You are protecting yourself against attack. Number three, learn about the principles, the promises, the prophecies and provisions God has made for you from the word itself. God's covenants given to you as Abraham's descendant. Your armor, your weapons, the advantages that are given to you. All of these are mentioned in the word. It is for the taking. The only difference is we are unaware of them. So we must study the word to get to know whatever God has made available to us. What are those systems of advantage kept for us? In Hosea 4 verse 6, God says, My people suffer due to lack of knowledge from not knowing what I have given them. And so we must know our word. Only then can we say with conviction, it is written. If you do not know what is written, we cannot fight Satan in the way Jesus fought him after he emerged out of the wilderness. We will always be waiting around the corner to attack. We must know what is written. Number four, zip your mouth. As strange as this seems, it is very important, especially in today's world where it's a world of digital and social media. All our personal information is available up for grabs everywhere. But worst of all is 
we open our own mouth and we reveal our plans, our thoughts, our ideas to everyone. We tell them when we are going for a holiday to the extent that we even let thieves know when we will be away from the house so that they can then step in and steal whatever they want. The same is true in the spirit as well. We are letting these thieves know. We are posting that as our status in the flesh, which they then use to steal in the spirit. Learn to guard your secrets. When I did that in the past, this is my personal experience. I found that others took advantage of it and took credit for it as well. I'm not even gone to the flesh yet. I'm just thinking of other people in the not even gone to the spirit yet. I'm just thinking of other people in the flesh. They will use what you tell them, your ideas, your thoughts for their benefit. Colleagues at work, others in the community. If you're a student, then even your own classmates. Still others with malintent will throw obstructions. They did throw obstructions in my part as well, in my path as well out of jealousy. And I learned that I should watch what I reveal. How much do people really need to know? And who is it that needs to know? You must have clarity there. Zip your mouth. Keep your plans to yourself until it is completed. Number five, be sensitive to changes in your spiritual environment. Be alert and be on guard. Remember 1 Peter 5 verse 8. Your enemy prowls around like a roaring lion. You must be sensitive to those kind of presences that seek to steal from you. They could present themselves in the form of friends. Sometimes even family members from the extended family. Be sensitive. Number six, be associated with other believers. We are given the choice to choose whom, who would be around us. The friends that we make. And more often than not, we even have a very clear idea of the kind of habits they have and what their nature is. You are given that choice. You can associate with other believers or you can associate with friends with that are non-believers in the first instance, but secondly, they could also be people that have bad habits, that have vices, that might seek to introduce you to something that at first you are unsuspecting of. Something as simple as alcohol. When people say, have another drink, it doesn't matter. But more importantly here, from the spiritual attack perspective, this is an important lesson that I learned from a man of God who once said, never fight alone. It helps to build faith and to maintain that faith. Find a prayer partner. And Brother Vivek has been stressing on it so much during our Friday teachings as well. Find a prayer partner. If you are alone, 
that are not part of this prayer group, we welcome you into this group. Click the link in the description of this video and you can join us. But more importantly, find someone that you can pray with. It might be a friend, it might be your spouse, it might be your work colleague, it might be a family member. Never fight alone. When you are low, others will lift you up. And then we have seen that the prayer of agreement carries tremendous power. Where two or three are gathered in my name, he said, that is the power of two or three. Never fight alone. Bring him into that picture there. Number seven, be a watchman for your family. We have reflected on this a couple of weeks ago in our morning encounters. Please revisit that episode. Keep on praying and covering your family members by the blood of Jesus. We do that in our morning reflection, our morning prayer every day. You must do it for your family. Number eight, be an intercessor. We are all called to this ministry. Every single one of us. Ephesians 6 verse 18 says, keep praying for all the Lord's people, not some of them, not just yourself, not just your family. Keep praying for all the Lord's people. And number nine, minister to others just as you have been ministered to. Someone introduced Jesus and the Holy Spirit to you one day and that is why you are saved today. In the same way the Lord says here, freely you have received your gift of salvation. So forgive it freely to others. Introduce them to the Jesus that you know. That way you will help them in their battle as well. When they are being attacked, they will know what to do. You give them the advantage of the association that we just spoke of. And you open their eyes to the truth hidden in scriptures, to the principles that are provided for their benefit. The system of advantage that is also available to them and they didn't ever know of it. And in the economy of God, when God wants to help certain people, he will have that help rooted through a certain person only. No second person can do it until and unless that very same person completes that or comes in contact with the person to be ministered to. So there are certain people that only you can minister to. And all the Lord is saying is, just be yielding in the flesh and speak from the Spirit. You will help them fight off that attack of the enemy who comes to steal from them as well. And we need not go far. We just need to start. If you look at the book of Matthew, he said, when you're going out, go to Jews first and then Gentiles. And what it really means is, in the smaller picture, it is go to your own family first and then extend it to Extended family to friends and to others in your community. In the bigger pictures, go to Christians first in your church and then go to others that are non-believers. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that through this series, what you have revealed to us and taught us, let us remember it at all times. And we ask for that grace for boldness, Lord. The eye of discernment to see and perceive, to differentiate between a spirit of evil and of good. And open our eyes and our hearts to the wisdom that you are making available to us through these revelations in your word. So that when we apply them in our lives through that grace that you make available, then there is transformation. Then we have strengthened and tested our armor and risen above all those weaknesses and vulnerabilities. When we operate in love, we become something that Satan cannot take advantage of. Help us understand all those principles, Father. And we ask for that edification in our spirit to be able to apply them in our lives. To see abundance and to see dominion when it comes to such a battle. We ask for that edification in our spirit. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our personal needs, for our physical needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures. We pray for all those families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray for everyone that is under attack from any kind of stronghold in their life, including our own mindsets. Many a times, negative mindsets have a, such a stronghold on us that we refuse to change the way we think, Lord. It has become so hardened within us. Also strongholds of addiction, any kind of compulsive behaviors. We pray for our own personal needs and those of our families as well. Especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we make our prayer of agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit, that prayer made in the Spirit is made under an open heaven. And we believe that we have received, Lord, every word that we have spoken and declared in faith, and we do not doubt. This is our conviction. We present that faith to you, that water, Lord, which you shall turn into wine. And deliver manifestation of that outcome. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith. And ask the Holy Spirit to take over in all sincerity. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sandakara 
Maratagleta Shandakiya <laughs> The scripture that's been put on my heart today is from Jeremiah 1, 9 to 12. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. See, I have set you this day over nations and over kingdoms to pluck up and to break down, to destroy and to overthrow, to build and to plant. And the word of the Lord came to me saying, Jeremiah, what do you see? And I said, I see a rod of almond. Then the Lord said to me, you have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And we ask for that gift of discernment as well to see clearly, just like he saw the rod of almond. We also have a couple of scriptures that have been shared in the chat. The first one is from 1 Peter 5 verse 8, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. And the second scripture shared is from Isaiah 54 verse 17, quoted from the New King James Version that says, No weapon 
formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you in judgment, you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me. We have a third scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Acts chapter 2, verse 36 to 39, where it is written, Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children and for all who are far off. For all whom the Lord our God will call. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these by these reflections and by Brother Savio's powerful reflections that he shares on all our social media channels and on our Telegram group, please share those with your family and friends as well. Please also invite them to join our Friday Bible study sessions. These are powerful sessions. The current series going on the is all based on the the. Hang on, let me just open that. I'll give you further details. Is based on the power in in praying in tongues. We have seen very powerful, um, a very powerful session in the first one where many got the gift of tongues and there again there was a prayer of deliverance that was made this last Friday. And in this series we will continue to learn about the language of the recreated man why speak in other tongues and the New Testament experience. So that will help transform the way people pray and their prayer lives will not be the same anymore. Give that as a gift to others. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great week ahead, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you.